live across America, Mike Horn and Paul Stern and What's Cooking on CRN Digital Talk Radio. Welcome to the What's Cooking program. I am Michael Horn along with Paul Stern. Hello, Paul. Hey, Mike. Glad to be with you. We got an exciting edition ahead today. What's cooking? It's the nation's food, wine, restaurant, travel, and entertainment show. Who's on the broadcast today? Talking wine. Talk, well, <laughs> talking with our uh, good friend, food, wine, and travel writer, Sally James. Host of Slow Living Radio. She's uh, recently back from Chile and she's got some uh, foods from Chile and uh, being a source of life. We'll find out what that's all about. Who else on the show? Also with us today on the program, going to be joined by Karen McNeil, speaker, consultant, author, and, of course, author of the Wine Bible. So Karen McNeil, the Wine Bible, very famous uh, book, those of you that uh, love to find out about wines, and uh, it'll be good to have her on the show. How was your weekend? How was your trick-or-treat? It didn't do much in the way of trick-or-treating, actually. Nobody came to the house, not for any particular reason, but nobody ever has at the time that I've lived at this particular residence, so I guess it's not that Nobody's ever come to the house. Nobody's I have the same ever. thing. But I had about three people that showed up. Never. That was it, just three people, and uh, they proceeded to show pictures of their skateboards and how they were skateboarding around, and then I gave them treats and got them the hell out of there, and they were on their way. What was the choice Halloween treat, do you think, for this Halloween? Not really sure. I know we had a lot of good ones here to choose from here at the station. Yeah, well, number one, uh, they, first off, $2.6 billion was spent on sweets for the holiday season. Chocolate craving, 70%. Candy corn, 13%. Really? That'll tell you right there. It was chocolate. The top five cities for trick-or-treat participation, they got this in already. Number five was Frisco, Texas. I know of San Francisco, we call it Frisco in California. Frisco, Texas, number four, Columbus, Ohio. Three, a good check settlement there, Omaha, Nebraska. Number two, Ann Arbor, Michigan. And the uh, number one uh, city for trick-or-treat participation, Cary, North Carolina. Uh, Nextdoor.com put that together. Scariest movie villains that were watched over the Halloween weekend, Michael Myers and Halloween. Number two was Hannibal Lecter in uh, The Sounds of the Lambs. Who do you think was the number one scariest uh, movie villain in a well, Halloween movie? I I usually like to go with that guy Jason from Friday the 13th. Uh, he's not even on this list. He yeah. must be in the top five. It was Freddy Krueger from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, he doesn't do it for me. He's that guy. What's that guy's name? Like Robert Eglund? Is that the guy? Yeah, name? yeah, yeah. Something like that. Uh, he's Robert not very scary. England, Eglund, something like that. And the World Series is over. The Mets just rolled over and played dead. They lost the series four games to one. So uh, who do you think had the best beard in baseball this year? They had a survey out on this. You're not going to believe it. Americans, 27.1% said that the uh, the Blue Jays' Jose Batista had the best beard in baseball. I can't stand beards in baseball. But um, that was the latest there for us. And also, we've got a serious note here today. Food recall. Well, not food recall. But the Chipotle restaurants, apparently an E. coli outbreak in the Oregon and Washington uh, state areas. Three people in Portland uh, sick, 19 in, in Washington. And uh, we got a story a little bit later coming up about McDonald's beating Chipotle. I guess they really are now. Poor Chipotle. That's a serious uh, deal there. Be careful in the Oregon and Washington area. You, you, Paul, you had a comment on that, I thought? No, I, no, 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 no. I, I just know that I just know that Chipotle is one of your favorite restaurants to talk about here on the program. Well, they always You've yeah, been a they, big supporter of the Chipotle. So the I original owners, they've been taken over by a big yeah. company. You and did that and, broadcast. Yeah, we did that big Chipotle broadcast at their corporate office, and at the time, they were taking good attention to detail, but that was, what, 10 years ago? Long so time we've been ago. doing this show for a while, so if you're in the Oregon uh, and Washington State areas, there's uh, E. coli outbreak, or there there was at the uh, Oregon uh, and Washington Chipotle restaurants. You might want to check local listings, or if you go in the restaurant, find out what's been done. I'm sure investigations are being taken care of right now. I had a couple of bad experiences at Mexican restaurants but I, I, don't, I, just, I, just, I just I involving just. rice and beans, but I don't know if it was just, an E. coli outbreak. It was rice and beans, and maybe asking for a double helping of beans was not the thing to do. Sometimes there is confusion. What would an extra $250 a month mean to you? For some, it's a little financial breathing room. For others, it's a car payment, a home repair, or help with college tuition. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I've got some great news if you're looking to save money on your mortgage. All it takes is a simple phone call to Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN to see if you qualify for the government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. Folks who refinance with HARP can save an average of $250 a month. That's $3,000 a year. Our home loan experts fully understand the HARP guidelines. 
and they'll walk you through our streamlined process. And for five years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction. And this year, for the first time, they've also ranked us highest in mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit quickenloans.com. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Important terms and conditions apply. Call us for cost information. Equal housing lender. License law 50 states. NMLS number 3030. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Welcome back here to the What's Cooking program, the nation's food, wine, restaurant, travel, and entertainment show. Michael Horn along with Paul Stern. We have fallen back, Paul. Did you push all the clocks back I certainly Sunday did. morning? And uh, now it's, I don't know if it's easier to get up or harder or more difficult or whatever, but... Uh, you can get hungry easier in the and a little bit earlier in the day because you've fallen back a little bit. So I hope everyone's getting accustomed to it. Where are we headed here on the show, Paul? Always a pleasure to welcome on into the What's Cooking program the wonderful Sally James. Sally James, food, wine, travel writer. She is also co-host of Slow Living Radio here on CRN Digital Talk Radio with the uh, handsome uh, Steve Andrews. Very and handsome. She recently, uh, Sally, welcome to the show. You were traveling to Chile, is that correct? Chile, as they say? That is correct. Hi, Mike and Paul. How are you? We're great. Glad to have you on the show. So, uh, we should say Thank Sally you. is a food expert. She's a wine expert. She uh, uh, does a lot with seafood, sustainable seafood and a lot. What was this whole thing with you going to Chile? What was this all about? Well, it was very last minute, but it was. I've got to tell you, it was one of the most fabulous eye-opening trips I've been on. Chile is it's just exceptional in so many ways. We started off in Santiago. We were there to launch their um, program called Foods of Chile, or um, they've got Flavors of Chile as well, um, which is a, an international program they're launching to expose people to what is actually happening there in the culinary and wine and you know, all other things world. And, you know, it's, it's amazing on so many levels. It's such a long thin strip of country i didn't realize how diverse it was you know right from the desert at the top to the patagonia and the rainforest and the all the snow down the bottom the andes that provide that most beautiful majestic backdrop to santiago and and the rest of the country that runs down one side and the pacific ocean on the other so not only is it incredibly diverse in all its wine regions in its food production and just its simple beauty is it's incredibly protected. So very little um, need for pesticides, um, no GMO foods there, and um, just clean, really clean, sustainable. And, and the people are amazing. The people are just fantastic. It's, it's as a destination, I'd recommend it to anyone. So this was a trip to discover the introduce people to the foods of Chile. What are the foods of Chile that we should be uh, introduced to? Well, like you said, the, the seafood is one place that I definitely start. I mean, they've got an amazing um, salmon fishing industry there, but um, the wild seafood, the the unique um, crustaceans they have there, the, the picos, uh, um, I can't even remember all the names of them, but it's just so fresh and lots of white bass like corvina and um, the oysters and the shellfish, prawns, all that kind of thing, the crab, just amazingly fresh and, um, and really beautiful. And do, they, they send that to, do they send that to the United States? Can we get uh, seafood from Chile on uh, menus or oh, whatever? Yeah. And it gets here, absolutely. what, pr- pretty quickly? They get it to us right away, same day, kind of, it's caught, that kind of thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. They've, they've really got that down. I'm really impressed with their whole food system and the, the energy they've put into making sure it's the finest quality. You're never getting anything old. I mean, now when I go and I see a little label on a Chilean kiwi fruit or a berry, I'll you know I'll be smiling. <laughs> well, we, we've all heard you you got there the Chilean sea bass. Most of it comes from. Uh, do we have to call it the Chilean sea bass if it comes from Chile, or is that just the name of the uh, the variety of fish? Well, yeah, and actually, the original name of that fish was Patagonian toothfish. So, but that doesn't know, that... sound too romantic when you tell your loved one, <laughs> "Honey, let's go out to dinner and have some Patagonian toothfish." You know, I know, no. So let's let's call it Chilean sea bass, for a matter of fact. Then. Thank you. I like it much better that way. Yes. Yeah, and down in Patagonia, we went down to um, Portamont and on the, the town of Portavara and the volcanoes there, where you can ski at winter time, and the lakes for swimming in the summer. It's absolutely beautiful. Just every area, I'd really recommend going for recreation and scenery and um, just 
having a great time. In the little towns, there are so many microbreweries. I mean, it's so hip. And me being a, a, a coffee passionado, whatever you call it. You are um, a coffee fanatic. I love you. What's that favorite yeah. coffee we like from Italy that's in Australia? The Vittorio. Victoria, Victoria. Victoria. Yes. Yes, Love that. She right is. That, that's the greatest coffee I've ever had was with the lovely Sally James at a food show. She said, try this. It's the great, seriously, the greatest experience of coffee I've ever had. So what did you find in, in Chile? Because we talk about, you know, Juan Valdez hangs out in that area. Have you been picking some new stuff down there? Well, I was I was blown over by the coffee there. There were two that stood out to me. I stayed in an area called Lostaria, which is really bohemian, full of great cafes and markets and artisan shops. And they had... Um, a coffee place called Bloom, and then one that's part of a small chain called Wonderful Coffee, and it is wonderful coffee. And I'm fussy. You know me. I, mean, I know, you, know you. That I'm you are very fussy. It's got to be good. And and it was uh, absolutely terrific. And I'm and again, I'm not a beer drinker, but I could the, the beers. There was one beer I tried from down at Portavara, and it it was it's citrusy and fresh, and it's so microbrewery. I think the the tanks that they make it in stood about three feet high. I mean, it's really focused on detail. And then they have, um, you know, amazing little artisan manufacturers that make jams and marmalades. And, you know, the, the whole industry is, is just focused on really great quality, um, just, you know, great tasting projects. So, so seafood, we got uh, microbrewery beer, we got uh, jams, we got... Uh, uh, well, every- most importantly, the fruit. The fruit business the fruit. is And everything is biggest. exported, right? Everything you're talking about we can get if we just look product of chili, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So what yeah, about the yeah. fruit? What kind of fruit? Well, you're looking at everything from kiwi fruit to berries. The berry industry is amazing. Um, and then the dried fruit, the uh, dates and raisins, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of tropical fruit, um, mangoes, papayas, um, even their unique cherimoyas, but apples, oranges, the works. It's really, you know, because blueberries. You got blueberries, diversity. blueberries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, grapes. Um, now tell me about the wine industry. Oh, I've had wines oh. from Chilean wine, very good. Excellent. And, uh, you know, I didn't know. I've got to say, you know, I'm a bit like, you know, the New Zealand wine industry and the Australian wine industry is, you know, it's the same thing. You have so many good. Okay, wines. But here I had good, amazing wines. Really, you know, the Sauvignon Blancs, of course, you know, are, are marvelous there. But some Pinot Noirs and the Carmeniers and Merlots and um, really, really lovely and so diverse. You know, you have a Sauvignon Blanc from down the south and compare that to one in the north, and they're they're so different. You know, some are very New Zealandish and some are very French in style. And then the sparkling wines. I didn't know Chile had a, a you know a decent sparkling wine industry, but I had some really terrific sparkling wines. Wow! What was the one thing that really uh, boggled your mind? Was it the coffee that you discovered and thought that it was great? What was the one thing that really surprised you? Oh gosh, surprising me. That's hard. Um, you know, I think. It, the, the quality of the wine was amazing. But, you know, I think the diversity of the cuisine and the restaurants there, they're edgy. You know, they're really, there's a mixture of traditional, um, you know, the empanadas and the sopapillas and the ceviches and that kind of thing. So I, I, it'd be a mixture between the ultimate freshness of the seafood. You can taste the ocean when you see it and... You know, the diversity of the wine region. But to me, the thing that really struck me the most was the people and how friendly they are, how laid back they are, how passionate about they are about their own country. And um, the, the people were the ultimate standout. I love thing. that. All right. Where yeah. do we find out more information? What's the website? Um, well, you can go to prochile.com, P-R-O-C-H-I-L-E.com, and that'll give you all the information as well as the... Um, they can come to Slow Living Radio and um, there'll be some information on that, including a very amazing video on their future. I love that. ProChili.com or SlowLivingRadio.com. Check it out. Sally James will be listening to you this week, tonight actually, on Slow Living Radio. Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California. With the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. 
It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. 70 newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar, where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach. Footsteps from room to village to sea, located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach. 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit innatlagunabeach.com. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a non organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. When you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Columbo's. Columbo's Italian Steakhouse in Jazz Club, Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. It's that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. If you haven't been to Columbo's, you don't know what you're missing. Delicious food. The steaks on this side are fabulous. The seafood's so fresh and flavorful. Columbo's family Italian specialties are Southern California legendary. And the meatballs, the best in the West, North, South, and East. Plus service that's friendly but not fawning. And jazz every night and it's also affordable. That's what makes Colombo special. And they make special easy. Whether for breakfast, lunch or dinner. That's why when you really want Italian food, you've got to go to Colombo's. Because it really is that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Colombo's. Making special easy every day. Colombo's. Manja. You ain't gonna rock and roll no more. Don't go fast. Welcome back here to the What's Cooking program, the nation's food, wine, restaurant, travel, and entertainment show. I'm Michael Horn, along with Paul Stern. Mike, I don't know if it's covered up, uh, covered, covered up, covered in the wine, the Bible, but uh, I have it uh, on good authority that uh, people are actually still kind of trickling out of the Raymond Vineyard's uh, sixth annual Crystal Costume Ball that took place this past week. A lot of, uh, you mean it was a Halloween uh, yeah, festivity? Yeah, John Charles Basset, he put on the the, the big uh, shindig there up in Napa Valley. Where That's great. They had one over at Jordan, I know, a few weeks back. Uh, they had their uh, annual Halloween bash. So um, everybody, uh, the, the holidays are here. They, there was a story recently in the paper about ghoulish office personalities that we all fear. And these were, uh, you know, with Halloween uh, coming around, they uh, kind of stereotyped some people in the office place. The first one was the werewolf. Oh. You know, this guy is the hyper-aggressive, truly scary personalities. They shout. Uh, in the office, they intimidate their staff to get their way, and they say it may be like a heroic thing to do, but uh, to go out and everybody get what you want, but it's probably the most uh, uh, short-sighted of behaviors and will more likely lead to failure in the long run. They oh. say if you go all out to get your own way and you do it regularly, unless uh, it's a really a big deal, you'll have caused serious damages damage oh. to your relationships you have at your company. So the werewolf, not exactly the person you want to... Um, to emulate, then. Oh, I thought there was a couple people that might fit that description. So I, I'll. Come. Well, that's why I'm telling this to you, so you can go yeah. through it. The other one is the the zombie, the office Uh-oh. zombie. Uh-oh. 
That's at the other end of the spectrum. Folks who seem to let the work, uh, the kind of dr- let you drift by. You know, they're they're passive uh, types oh who see the train coming off the tracks and do nothing to prevent it. They just sigh when they see an opportunity to improve their company. Why bother? Is what the zombies seem oh, to think. Boy, oh no. While zombies can seem harmless, these folks really terrible. can through. Uh, being lethargic and their lack of commitment so destroy far. team morale and harm a company's performance in doing so. And they just don't put their own livelihoods at risk, but also those of everyone around oh, them. No, we got a couple of zombies. So, we got one zombie that I can think of. So, so far you found werewolves. a werewolf and a zombie. We got a couple of werewolves and a zombie. A couple of werewolves. Now, the headless horsemen, these oh, are, the, oh, these are the leaders who are never accountable. It oh, always wow. seems to be someone else's fault. They went that away. <laughs> It, uh, oh they've seen uh, how damaging the horsemen can be because they are not accountable for their decisions and instead try to put the onus on their minions to perform. And this is just plain unfair, and it's going to really drive down morale. If you have the big title and the fat salary to match, oh then God. then earn it and become accountable the, to your team. The, That's the, the headless horseman. Unaccountable headless horseman. And uh, then we have the uh, politician. Wow. Uh-oh. This is uh this isn't good. This is uh, more of a this is more of a Halloween party costume than a true ghoul, but outside of Halloween parties and back at the office, the politicos are just as unhealthy as anything else. Uh, they're effective at work, managing human relationships, collaborating across your organization. It's all important. But keep the office politics at bay. By office politics, they mean putting others down or taking credit for their work. This that, is of course the politician. Un- it's less than conventional segment Isn't here on the great? West Cooking Show. Isn't this is good. The ghoulish office Apparently, personalities we all Court, fear. There has been working overtime to kind of bring us a sense of diversity. These, uh, I found this one myself. Oh, <laughs> I can't wonder why. Don't blame it on Courtney. I, oh, as a politico, though, I guess I should take a credit for it. I just was a politico, and at the same time, I, yeah, I, guess I passed the buck on that whole thing. Through. I guess it's, you thought it was important. I thought it was kind of interesting. Now, you can did. you get me some of that Halloween candy, please? I'll Good. go back to yelling at the office. <laughs> That's a... I'll go back to watching everything just breeze on by. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we we got them all here. Do we got CRN. a zombie in the house. We got them all here. We got a oh. zombie. We got a werewolf, some headless horseman, and just uh, identify politician. everybody on the air. Just call <laughs> just everybody go, out. Just we'll have uh, actually we'll all dress as characters next year, and you can figure out who we are now. Uh, McDonald's in the news. Apparently, as I mentioned wow. earlier, they are winning the fast food fight with Chipotle. Apparently, after this weekend in the Oregon, Washington after, area, with the E. coli outbreak, gut. you don't suppose McDonald's? No, they I don't do think it. so. They got that guy though from the from what the Obama administration, that guy Gibbs, is running McDonald's. Yeah, I thought he just revamped the menu, but this could be a whole new direction. He's got a decent the job evil. for once. He left Obama, and he's finally doing something. He's got McDonald's wow. back on track, and they were. You know, years of McDonald's has been chastised for not being hip and and fast growing like the Chipotle, that burrito chain that's now got the E. coli outbreak in uh, Oregon and Washington. McDonald's apparently has turned the tables now, and the fast casual stock and investors uh, they crave it right now. Shares of McDonald's were up about eight percent to more than one hundred and ten dollars uh, last week, making it a driving force of the Dow in a stark contrast with the performance over at Chipotle. Now I say this because Chipotle is probably going to take a hit after this whole thing but apparently the um mcdonald's short so to say nailed the third (laughs) few pairs mcdonald's nailed the third quarter delivering uh, a profit of a dollar 40 a share and that topped their expectations here so uh congratulations to mcdonald's and uh hopefully we'll get everything squared away there sort of buttoned up and tightened up as they say at chipotle so they can uh, continue the uh the fast food race will continue here on CRN, the Culinary Radio Network. Michael Horn, Paul Stern on What's Cooking. Hi, I'm Joan London. And if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for which she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information... Call a place for mom. This is a free service 
and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-471-5173, 800-471-5173. You're experiencing pain, back pain, shoulder, elbow, or hand pain, pain from a sports injury. If so, schedule a visit with Dr. Michael Sheps, the leading expert in laser therapy for pain management. Call 310-873-4422 or go to drsheps.com. Experience Epic-T, the breakthrough laser therapy system that Dr. Sheps developed to make you pain-free in less time. Laser therapy is a non-invasive, safe, and effective in-office procedure that penetrates deep into your skin without damaging the tissue. It perfectly targets areas of pain to promote fast, natural healing. Relax your muscles, ease muscle spasms, joint stiffness, and arthritis pain while increasing blood circulation. For over 25 years, Dr. Sheps has helped Olympic athletes and sports enthusiasts alike get back in the game. Schedule your visit with Dr. Sheps at his Brentwood office in California. Call 310-873-4422 or visit drsheps.com. That's drsheps.com. 310-873-4422. What's going on in the financial world? This is Larry Elder. First, China's economy is booming. Then it's busting. Stocks are up a thousand points one week, down a thousand the next. The U.S. economy is recovering. Then, oops, maybe back into recession. For most of us working folks just trying to plan a solid financial future, it all seems so complicated today. But I've got some good news. I just read a simple report that makes sense of today's upside-down world in just four pages, entitled, What's Next for the Dollar? That's right, just four pages of simple common sense. And best of all, it's free by calling 800 289 26 46 800 289 26 46 listen to your elder if you have money to protect you must read what's next for the dollar get your free copy today 800 289 26 46 that's 800 289 26 46 or at swissamerica.com no it's always on my mind kid safety i live eat and breathe safety when i wake up in the morning i have a large cup of safety with two sugars and a dash of safety Safety matters. Your safety, my safety, everybody's safety. That's why I love Granger. Granger has the products, services, and resources to help keep our facility safe and our people safer. Now pass me one of those safety donuts over there. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or stop by. Granger for the ones get it done. Are you looking to increase the number of calls you receive at your business? Well, CRN Talk is introducing a new way for customers to reach you without having to remember your phone number or your website address. Customers simply dial pound 250 from their mobile phones and say your business name. That's it. They'll be directed immediately to your phone line and receive a text message with a link to your website and phone number. It's that easy. It works so well that we're using it in this commercial. To sign up, dial pound 250 and say, get my keyword. That's pound 250 and say get my keyword welcome back here to the what's cooking program the nation's food wine restaurant travel and entertainment show michael horn along with paul stern Mike, I love uh, on the book here at the wine bible it says of course underneath the, the author's name Karen McNeil winner of every major wine award, and that is certainly the truth. Oh, Let's welcome into our show, Karen McNeil. The second edition of the Wine Bible is out there. Welcome, Karen. It's an honor to have you here on the show. Gentlemen, how are you? We're great. We're excited here to have you because uh, you've been traveling, and uh, your Wine Bible, one of the uh, famed go-to books in the in wine folklore and education, and uh, you've got a second edition. Tell us all about this. How did it come about? Yeah, well, four years, and uh, I tasted 10,000 wines, My four gosh. years of research. Some woman's got to do it, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, but you know, the original Wine Bible came out in 2001, and the wine world has changed a lot since then, and there are whole new places, like China, for example. Tell us about China. What's going on there in the wine industry? You know, it's now the fifth leading consuming nation of wine, but it's also, here's the mind blower, the fifth leading producing wine region in the world at this point. Now, that's important because you see a lot of the wineries will go to China and they're going there and say, well, we got it. we're selling a lot of wine here. You know, you talk to some of the great producers and the wines are in demand in China, as you mentioned, because they're fifth uh, largest in drinking it. But you're saying now they're fifth largest in producing it. What are they producing? What varietals? 
Yes, mostly Cabernet, uh, Cabernet, Merlot, and actually, interestingly enough, Carmenere, the same grape uh, that grows a lot in Chile, um, and a little bit of Chardonnay. But I have to say that the Cabernets are really good. Why? And, and what, is it the right positioning, the right Torah, the right uh, la- la- longitude and latitude lines? What's the deal? I just came back from the top wine region, uh, sort of the Napa Valley of China, which is on the edge of the Gobi Desert. And um, so it's unlike, it's mind-blowing, it's unlike anything that you would imagine, um, but the wine quality is really stupendous. And we don't, importantly, we don't see those wines yet here. Um, What we do see from China is some pretty, um, you know, basic, not very interesting wine. I don't think we'll see all the great Chinese wines in this country for a few more years yet. Why? They're not producing that much? It's being uh, consumed internally, or what's the deal? Yes, mostly because um, they can, for the fine wines, and we're talking about wines that cost more than $50, they can sell every one of them, uh, you know, locally within China, um, and and because the industry there is so new, they haven't yet set up export systems and distribution systems within the U.S. Now, when you travel the world, I mean, I've been to Mexico, and all of a sudden you notice the wine industry has uh, really come of age in Mexico. A lot of different – I was in the Czech Republic, and, and their wines, you know, uh, uh, 10 years ago, taste them, were like, okay, I understand, Czech Republic. Now they're starting to produce some pretty good wines. Did you uh, do a whole feature on the Czech Republic? You know, uh, not the Czech Republic, interestingly enough, but all around it, Hungary, Austria, Slovenia. At some point, I actually just had to stop because the book is a 1,000 pages long. It's The Wine Bible is now used by every sort of school that teaches wine in the U.S. It's the book that many people learn about wine from. But... A thousand pages is where my editor said, "Okay, you must stop here." So, unfortunately, well, I'm on a lobby for the Czech Republic because I okay, was blown time. away by Pinot Grigios, more Thurgau, Rieslings, of course, the the Gruner yep. Veltliner, Veltlinski, as they call it. There, there's some great whites that they're getting, and some reds too. It's like everything has changed. Why the improvement of wines all over the world? In your estimation, you write the wine bible, Karen McNeil. What's the deal? I think that. Um, Science has advanced so far in terms of winemaking and viticulture, and communication has advanced so much globally, that, and we share knowledge so well around the world um, that the, the standard of, of winemaking and grape growing has risen just virtually everywhere simultaneously around the world. At the same time that all that science is true, um, in many cases, vintners have gone back to um, to sort of approaching wine as an art uh, because, in a way, it is an art. In fact, it combines art and science. So it's really a golden age for wine, both in terms of tangible things like science and intangible uh, aspects of it, like the art of winemaking. Karen McNeil is our guest. That's the second edition of the Wine Bible, 1,000 pages of information and everything for you in the wine industry. Let's bring it home for a second here. What have you discovered in doing the second edition from 2001, when you did your first, of domestic wines? What have you discovered? One of the things that I think has uh, really been impressive <clears throat> is, that, is the quality of California Pinot Noir. Um, if you're a Pinot Noir uh, lover, you know, most people uh, sort of love the mothership, Burgundy. Um, but Pinot Noir from California and from Oregon is, is astounding these days. In fact, um, it, it, you know, probably gone are the days with that variety that you really have to drink French. Um, Washington State has been making some of the most amazing wines it's ever made, including, and it probably will become, the best place in the U.S. for Syrah. Wow. And New York is coming online. Um, if any state can really do Riesling well, it's going to be upstate New York. They have the longest tradition there, um, and all kinds of new talent in upstate New York is really revitalizing that region. You're amazing. California, you say, and they're in like the top five producers worldwide, aren't they? 
Yes. If California was its own country, it would be number five in the world. It's behind what? France, Italy, Spain? Where else? Uh, France, Italy, Spain, and um, uh, Argentina. Probably, and Argentina as well. Wow. That's a surprise. Huh. Yes. Paul. Mike, Argentina if I can mention that uh, listeners of the West Cooking Program will take particular interest that, that on page uh, 726, there is a picture of uh, Gary Pizzoni sitting in Uh-oh. a Jeep. Wait a second. Uh, and, and Hold appar- on, Karen. Apparently, Karen has had her experience. A thousand uh, pages, and you have dedicated one page to Gary Pizzoni and his Jeep from Santa Lucia Highlands, Pizzoni Vineyards? Well, not the whole page, but that's, you have to admit, that's a pretty cool picture of Gary, right? They're all cool pictures of the great Pizzoni. He's no baloney. He's not a phony. He makes the uh, best uh, Pinot Noir. Uh, that's true, and I'm not uh, giving you any hokey. All right, so there you go. I'm always rhyming when I talk to Gary Pizzoni. Where can we get this wine Bible? Karen McNeil, I'm going to run out and get one right away. This is fabulous. Right. All major booksellers, um, but if you'd like a signed and personalized copy, oh. just go to our website, KarenMcNeil.com. KarenMcNeil.com, K-A-R-E-N-M-A-C-N-E-I-L.com. Karen, come back soon. We love it when you're on the show. Special announcement from Lumber Liquidators. Hundreds of styles and inventory are now available at our 4th Annual Fall Flooring Yard Sale. For a limited time, save as much as 70% or more on designer quality floors with over 400 varieties of beautiful flooring like three-quarter inch solid, pre-finished hardwood from an incredible $199. Hot new wood look tile is clearance price from 99 cents. Hand-scraped hickory laminate is about half off. Plus, hurry in for additional yard sale deals starting at just 39 cents and get 24 months special financing. Don't miss the Fall Flooring Yard Sale. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Now, kid, I know you look at me and think, man, that guy knows everything. And you're right, I do. But occasionally, even I get stumped. I know, hard to believe. But when I need help, I get it from Granger. Granger can solve just about anything, from finding the right products to advice on installation to troubleshooting. Granger gets me what I need right when I need it. When a guru needs a guru, who does a guru call? Guru calls Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com or stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Are you nearing eligibility for Medicare benefits? Then you know now is an important time in your life. Medicare benefits can be a complicated puzzle. You don't want to overpay for your Medicare coverage or get the wrong plan. Let Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. With one free phone call, a licensed insurance agent will help you select a Medicare plan that's right for you and your budget. If you're becoming eligible for Medicare, call today and learn how to get the most out of your benefits. 800-793-1960. 800-793-1960. Health Markets Insurance Agency is the DBA or assumed name of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is an authorized insurance agency in all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service and product availability varies by state. Call 800-793-1960. 800-793-1960. 800-793-1960. 800-793-1960. Welcome back here to the What's Cooking program, the nation's food, wine, restaurant, travel, and entertainment show. Michael Horn along with Paul Stern. Paul, Subway in the news. They are uh, looking to try a more premium feel to their meat selection with a, a new rotisserie-style chicken, as well as a carved turkey in some select locations. Oh, I've never heard of such the thick-cut turkey will be uh, white meat, uh, no artificial preservatives, and a classic oven-roasted flavor. It's being offered in the footlong sandwich for about $7.75. The rotisserie-style chicken is seasoned white meat. It's a uh, pulled chicken. It's featured in the sub along with American cheese, honey, mustard sauce at six seventy-five for the footlong sandwich. Thought we'd get that out to you. Now, baseball season officially over. Congratulations to the uh, Kansas City Royals. They uh, beat the Mets four games to one in the World Series. So we have to look back now because uh, just at the end of the season there, the ballparks took a real hit with that research from the World Health Organization, their cancer research arm last week, when they said processed meats are a carcinogen, and they suggested that 50 grams per day, such as a couple of slices of bacon, increases colon cancer risk by 18%. So, uh, you know, they were uh, worried at the World Series if the um, hot dogs, you know, especially that Kansas City-style dog with the sauerkraut and the Swiss cheese on it, would be knocked up. But apparently, 
they still enjoyed that. The uh, the woman Janet Riley, who uh, she's president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Um, she goes by the Queen of Wien, as in Wiener, W-I-E-N. She said, quoting, now, our reaction is that this is a huge and alarmist overreach to some very weak data. We believe there's absolutely insufficient science to support this and that hot dogs continue to be a healthy part of a balanced diet. My- so I that this was going to really, I think, affect some of the sales at Costco where they have that Gatlin gun uh, machine with the onions. Not necessarily Costco, Mike, but I know you've been uh, prone to visit the Staples Center in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, the Kings. Come on, Kings and had six, the, seven, seven games in a row here. Yeah, won. and they've opened up, I guess, this, uh, I guess preseason, uh, prior to the hockey season beginning, they opened up the Draft Kings Fantasy Sports Bar and Grill. I've heard about that. Where they are offering this hot dog that has been put together by famed chef Josiah Citron. Oh, Josiah's in there. He's the guy that had Malice. the little, he, Is that the Josiah that had the sh- shenanigans on uh, Top Chef? No, no, that 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 was <laughs> No, Josiah is happily married. Oh, good. sorry Josiah. Very nice I'm family. Sorry, very sorry. Very nice family. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll have this hot dog then. No problem. No, that was Josea Rosenberg. Oh, Josea Rosenberg. That's from Mr. Rosenberg. Josiah Mr. Rosenberg. Damn is it a claimed chef? With the rest, stay away from the women. Get you into trouble with this restaurant, but at least. But he's now gotten into the hot dog game, and what he's claiming, what what this is very interesting. He says, "I'm not trying to do." Um, he's just trying to do a, a simple hot dog done well. He's so not what trying is, to what do is like, the hot dog? Do they, what's the description of the hot dog? It's just a simple hot dog done well. It's That's not, what I it, like. It's, it's not, uh, he's not making his own sauce. It's let not me, doing his own mustard. Let me not try to top that one. Let me not try to top it. But you and I have been to the Costco hot dog, speaking of simple hot dogs. Now, here's the thing. I did some research on this. Uh, during lunchtime, I went into a Sam's uh, Club. And they have also the same special that uh, Costco has, oh. the $1.50 for a drink and a hot dog. They hand you the hot dog, and there is the uh, the machine that uh, churns out the uh, you know you can squeeze the thing on the top of it, and out comes the uh, tomato, out comes the, uh, the ketchup that you want. But if you want onions, they apparently have uh, really cornered the market on this and uh, increased profits for themselves. They hand you a little package of uh, of diced uh, onions in a cup, and then you can oh, sprinkle them they, on. They will portion. Yeah, because we've seen the Costco guys just take that Gatlin gun machine and crank out every single little diced part of uh, the onion, not only on their hot dog, but on pizza, whatever else they get. And the same with the relish. They give you a separate little... Uh, well, actually, the relish is in the thing that you can get that out, but the onions are separate, and you can ask for them. And when you get the hot dog, it is wrapped Oh. And uh, it is nicely wrapped and tight, and you know, it looks very neat and everything. And it says Hebrew National on it. Oh, wait a second. Oh, no. I, pardon me. It's Nathan's there. It's Nathan's. Oh, wait a second. It's the Nathan's Hot Dog at Sam's Club. At Sam's Club. Yes, it's the Nathan's. I believe Hebrew National they sell in the Sam's Club, but they're using Nathan's for those big, fat hot dogs. I, I don't want to criticize uh, Costco, but don't they use some kind of a knock, some kind of a... a, a store brand well it's their brand it's their costco it's their kirkland brand but i believe it's made by one of those guys either hebrew national you, or you really or, think so i think so i do believe so the dogs are good but if i had to choose between the two uh now that you mention it i would go sam's club hot dogs at this point i think sam's Says club is hebrew national right on there. experience yeah and, and i was very amazed that the uh, uh the nathan's was excellent Yes. But according to this, uh, they say one and a quarter hot dogs a day, six thin slices of ham, or two and a half slices of bacon a day. Too much for you, according to this World Health Organization. So, yeah, who does it every day? I don't know. But uh, you might want to think about that if you're having bacon with your breakfast every morning. But bacon, you know, Larry Eldred, he likes to eat a lot of bacon. Well, with Larry's a leader, though. He's got that star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Th- and so he's kind of like a trendsetter. He, so tur- you can't he turns really- heads. He does, well, he looks pretty darn and good, And he orders too. a lot of bacon. He's in very good shape, I might add. Even though he says he hasn't worked out, I tend to not believe that. I think he's still in. Doesn't he look like he's in good shape? Well, he probably has a very good diet and regimen. Well, I don't know about that. You ever been to lunch with him? No. <laughs> I've seen some extra dessert items ordered. I've, uh, you know, at breakfast, he is a guy that do all, you know, as I, I will. I'll, get, I'll order I sausage for the table. I'll order some bacon for the table. He likes eight strips. Eight strips of what? Eight strips of bacon. Okay, I wanted to make sure you He likes the bacon. He likes, well, all of us like bacon. Bacon is kind of like the thing in the modern cuisine these days. It's like if it's, once they do something perfect, they have the piece they resist, so they go, 
let's add bacon to it. So it's like they just throw bacon on top of everything. And it is tasty. It's good. People like salt. They like that nice kind of bacon feel. Just watch it and uh, don't eat it every single day. All right, we continue straight ahead. It's the What's Cooking program. A little more food news. Michael Horn-Paulstern on CRN, the Culinary Radio Network. Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California. With the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. 70 newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar, where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach. Footsteps from room to village to sea, located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach. 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit innatlagunabeach.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson. Attention men who've taken Androgel or any other testosterone therapy products. Androgel or other low-T products have been linked to heart attack, stroke, pulmonary embolism, deep vein thrombosis, even death. Scientific studies indicate that the use of testosterone therapy products may double a man's risk of heart attack. If you or a loved one took Androgel or a testosterone therapy product and suffered from a heart attack, stroke, pulmonary embolism, deep vein thrombosis, or any other cardiac event, you might be entitled to financial compensation. You have rights, and you need to let us fight for your rights. And you pay no fees unless we win. So call the Tort Attorneys right now. 800-557-7921. 800-557-7921. That's 800-557-7921. Cases may be referred to participating law firms in your jurisdiction. You order a glass of your favorite Cabernet, fresh asparagus, hollandaise on the side, a filet, medium rare. You unfurl your napkin with a flare, close your eyes, and prepare to listen. Ah, there it is. The sweet music you long to hear. The sizzle. The sizzle of a Roots Chris steak. The most magnificent corn-fed prime beef, broiled to perfection at 1,800 degrees. Some call it a sizzle. We call it an anthem. As the waiter approaches, you think, is this one mine or that one? Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Like Ruth always said, life's too short to eat anywhere else. Make a reservation online at rootschris.com or by calling 800-544-0808. She about to go in. So good to have our bumper music back. Welcome back here to the What's Cooking program, the nation's food, wine, restaurant, travel, and entertainment show. Michael Horn, Paulster, and a new Google app is out that includes information on more than 400 cheeses. So, um... If you, uh, you know, want to find out about cheeses, you just to punch up on the Google app and ask it about it. Like you could say, what is, uh, Boucheron? And out will come a picture of Dancing with the Stars and Tom Bergeron, because you didn't say it correctly. But if you say Boucheron, B-U-C-H-E-R-O-N, that's a goat cheese from the Loire Valley in France, they'll, uh, tell you all about the cheese. So you have this now from Google. It's a new cheese app cataloging 400 cheeses. Here's a depressing story. Science has discovered that plants know when they're being eaten. I find this a little depressing, especially if I'm a plant. Uh, this, vegans and vegetarians everywhere should know about this, by the way. This will stop you from eating now the, the lettuce and stuff. Plants are smart enough to know when they're being eaten, and they take action to stop it because they don't want to die. There was a study in uh, last year conducted by researchers at the University of uh, Missouri, and they said that plants have the intelligence to feel specific vibrations caused from pests eating them, and they react to ward off or kill them by releasing a mildly toxic chemical to stop them. The tests were conducted at the... Uh, 
uh, on uh, fall cress. That's a, a plant closely related to broccoli, kale, and mustard grains. The cress is widely used for testing because it was the first plant to have the entire genome sequenced. You know, they do these uh, GMO um, genetically modified things these days. Anyway, uh, the plants uh, reacted to it. They saw some, uh, they had precise audio of caterpillars eating this uh, thale and created other sequences to mimic the other natural vibrations like blowing wind. And uh, when the caterpillar vibrations were felt, the thale crest released mustard oil to ward off predators. So in, it's kind of like a plant fart, if you think about it. They release some kind of mustard oil, and the caterpillar goes, and it goes on to the next plant. I find that very amazing. So uh, if you're having a kale salad and you think you've stored it for too long, you might be chomping on it a little too difficult. You know, it, it, want... Interesting. You find that <laughs> story amazing. Where I find that amazing. I, or I, I'm still just enthralled over the Neil Cavuto interview with Bob Beckel on Fox News over the weekend. <laughs> That's fine. You it's just interesting. Keep... Very interesting that. what we each find of interest. I know. I find that. So you might want to smell for mustard gas around your salads <laughs> next time and see if the uh, plant is a little upset with you for chomping I down. I can't even repeat what I just heard. I can't either. Chips Ahoy now has a new hot cocoa-flavored cookie. Uh, They're dabbling in uh, chocolate endeavors. They've released a new hot cocoa flavor. It's a limited edition chocolate base uh, filled with cocoa center and marshmallow chips sticking out of it. And they recommend to heat up the cookie for about seven seconds when warm. They're supposed to kind of give out the feeling that you're actually drinking hot cocoa when you warm it up. You're a Chips Ahoy guy, right? I have been. (laughs) <laughs> I'm right now after that try last story. I, I just, I'm try about to withdraw. and a caterpillar. I, I'm just, I need to take a second. I, <sighs> I need a second take on this one. Excuse I need me. a reevaluation. Did you eat too much turkey or did you have after some After that last salad? story, I just, I just almost can't continue. Well, you can't accuse people now at the dinner table of eating too much turkey it sound, because it, it could just be a salad fetched. that's angry. I, I don't know why, but it sounded far Mustard fetched. oil from the salad. And finally, there's a really obvious reason you should be blotting your greasy pizza. People you think are nuts when they blot all the oil off their pizza. Why uh, not? They, uh, it saves you about uh, a pound every uh, year if you, uh, you blot I off the... I wouldn't go to Angelo's and Vinci's and, and get in front but of their... But they don't pop- have grease. You don't need to blot. I'm talking about the fast food stuff when okay. it comes to your house and you stick it on a paper it's towel an and you do the grease the test. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who the chef is at some of the fast food places. As it turns out, the I've average American—who hasn't? As it turns out, the average American eats 23 pounds of pizza each year. That's about 28,188 calories of a regular slice of pizza versus 21,532.5 calories for a blotted pizza. So, <laughs> blot your pizza. It's the new Mike Horn diet. Eat all the pizza you want. Just please blot it the way Get Mr. Your Horn pizza does. Blotter. And uh, go easy on the salad, you vegans out there. You're hurting a pine lettuce leaves. That's our show. If you miss anything, go to our website at crntalk.com. That's crntalk.com. Download our cell phone app. It's free for your smartphone. You can take us with you wherever you go. Just dial on your smartphone, pound 250, then hit send like you're making a call. When asked or prompted, say crntalk. For our producer, Courtney Kadera, for Paul Sturdy, I'm Michael Horn. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, and eat well, everybody.